We now welcome on Ron Higgins from TigerDetails.com. That's the LSU site, part of the Rivals Network. Ron, big win for the Tigers last weekend. And, I, I mean, I feel like we should start broad, start with, you know, everybody thinks back to the week one loss against Florida State if you're not in Baton Rouge. And so kind of take us through how LSU has gotten to this point. Well, I mean uh... – Maybe most of the Mason expect Brian Kelly to have an immediate miracle when, when the LSU hired him. LSU, man, man, they caught a lot of a lot of crap for hiring Brian Kelly because they paid him nine million a year, and you know they you know said he wasn't a cultural fit. Uh, well, neither was Nick Saban at LSU. <laughs> I mean, mo- if you look at most of the the, the the national championships won by SEC coaches. In the past two decades, they've been by people not from the South, except for Orgeron. Uh, and, you know, the perfect storm lent LSU to win that national championship. Uh, LSU had 39 scholarship players after the bowl game. And and Kelly had to go. He put together a recruiting class, like 15 freshmen, 15 four-year transfers. Uh, 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 first time I've ever seen an SEC school trade uh, straight up trade defensive backs with Arkansas. Uh, LSU likes who they have. And, and I'm telling you, when y'all got Dwight McLaughlin, you got a really good defensive back. I knew, I knew that when he went there, but uh, the first game you had a, a new quarterback, you had basically a new offensive line, uh, a defensive backfield. I think they had like five or top six cornerbacks were transfers. Uh, and it, you know, they didn't play well. They still almost won the game and came back. Uh, and Kelly kind of saw that night. Well, now at least I know I have a team that'll fight. Uh, they, they, they will not give up. And LSU's kind of progressively gotten better every game. Uh, for a while, the biggest problems were the special teams, which really couldn't feel the punt without fumbling it. Uh, and Jane Daniels, the quarterback was reluctant to throw the ball downfield, uh, held the ball too long, would absolutely wait to re- receiver was wide open before he'd throw to him. Uh, and it really held LSU back. But uh, the last, you know, three games, uh, I don't know, I mean, uh, you know, the I guess the, the fall came off Daniels. I mean, or, or Brian Kelly, you know, basically said, you got to throw the effing ball downfield or we're not going to win. And – uh, Daniel started trusting his receivers. He started throwing the ball before guys got open. He, th- he threw balls up, let guys make plays, and it's just exploded this team. You know, with wins over uh, Florida, Ole Miss, and Alabama. Uh, Daniels is a really good passer. I mean, he he actually he just he can just rip it when he throws it. Uh, he's second in the nation in pass attempts to interception ratio: two hundred sixty-eight attempts, one interception. Uh, you know, and, and for a while that seemed to hinder him because he was being too careful with the ball. But the last three games, he's let it rip and, and trusted his receivers. Uh, and he's a, a hell of a running quarterback. Uh, some plays are designed, some are not. Uh, maybe the fastest quarterback LSU's had. Uh, he's hard. He's hard to deal with. Uh, I remember watching one preseason season scrimmage and. Uh, 
uh, you know, preseason scrimmages, quarterbacks are, are down when they're touched. They'll, they'll want them tackled. He had like a 25-yard run on a, on a run option keeper. And, I mean, it was like watching a kid on the playground, play, you know, play flag football. Nobody could touch him. Uh, and he's, he's that good. And so LSU, offensively, they've just exploded. Defensively, they've been, they've been pretty good all along. Uh, uh, and they, they make really good defensive adjustments at halftime. I think they've only given up seven points in the third quarter in the last seven games. Uh, they make great halftime adjustments and, uh, and shut people down. Uh, and now that LSU's offense is uh, kind of awake in games early, a problem that earlier had been they got behind in double figures in three SEC games and came back and won all of them, but they got tired of getting behind. Uh, so it's really been a lot of improvement. Uh, and, and Kelly's done a really good job with this team's psyche. Uh, and uh, basically, he reminds me a lot of, of, of Saban in the sense he concentrates on the process more than the outcome. And he's also talking about the process of building winning and process of, of, of preparing for a game rather than the outcome. And, and uh, the guy's very comfortable in his own skin. He's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a very professional type coach, uh, handles stuff really well. You know, he's the first coach I've ever, I've ever come across that doesn't lie about injuries, doesn't cover up injuries. You know, a lot of coaches ask, is so-and-so hurt? Well, you know, we have – you know, there's a hip a lot. We can't talk about that. Yes, Kelly. Yeah, you know, Garrett Dellinger, yeah. Uh, last week, Garrett Dellinger, uh, I'm, I'm not going to let him play. He's still he's still not well. I'm, I'm, he's out. I ruled him out. He's not going to play. And yeah, it's like it's refreshing to, to hear a coach, like, be comfortable with his own skin and not like, oh, i got to hide this. This is going to give me an advantage. So, yeah, it's, it's been a nice uh, – it's been nice uh, a nice ride so far. And But they know they got a lot of work left to do. I mean, a lot of work. Uh, and they know Arkansas is dangerous. They know A&M, as bad as they have been, could wake up, you know. And they got UAB in between, which, of course, uh, is one and one against LSU, beat Nick Saban in his first year, so the LSU. So they know they got a long way to go. I'm, I'm curious, after the, the Alabama win, you know, the gutsy, the two-point conversion call at the end of the game pays off, the fans storm the field. Uh, I think LSU's up to seven in the college football playoff rankings now. I mean, they're they're a two-loss team, but, like, it, is this a team that's actually considering a, making a playoff push right now? I think I mean, it, it looks that way. But, it's, but, again, Kelly's done a really good job with this team saying, you know what, we're not even thinking about playoffs. we got to think about the next game. We can't, th we can't think two, three weeks ahead. I mean, this is the way we've operated all year. We've operated on, the, on what's in front of us. Uh, and then whatever happens, happens. I mean, like three or four weeks ago, you would never thought LSU was in this position. I mean, Tennessee came in here. LSU self-destructed right off the bat, fumbled the opening kickoff, then allowed a long punt return. They're down 10 zip before, you know, fans were able, you know, fill their coach with, 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 uh, with bourbon. Uh, so, I mean, it was, it was that quick. Uh, and that day you walked out stadium of a 40-13 loss. You're like, are they going to win another SEC game? Holy, I mean, they were awful. They looked awful. And then, bam, they, they go into Florida, and, and they start quick and score 45. They put 45 on Ole Miss, and they shut their offense down uh, a week off. And then uh, they played their, one of the best games probably ever ever seen in Tiger Stadium uh, against a really good Alabama team. Uh you know, of course, Alabama fans, fans are suicidal at this point. Their team have lost two games and 
you know, Nick Saban can't coach anymore, so it's all over. Uh, uh, but, you know, Alabama loses two games in the last seconds. Uh, and so uh, I always, you know, Alabama, Alabama football fans remind me of Kentucky basketball fans. They're never supposed to lose. And if they do, it's either the coaches – fault or the officials screwed them one or two uh in this case lsu played great and beat them and but and the lsu knows who they are they know they uh they know they've had to fight for everything to get to this point this season uh you know again you know they're they're very wary going to arkansas they they, they know look they, arkansas beat lsu last year i mean granted ed orgeron was a coach and he had no clue how to play as quarterbacks but, you know, Sam did a nice job. They came in and won at LSU. Uh, I know Arkansas has had a struggle lately. Uh, but it's LSU-Arkansas, man. Anything can happen. I mean, you know, just ask, you know, Houston Nutt and Matt Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the rivalry aspect of it definitely adds a little bit. But I wanted to go back to kind of what you said about LSU, you know, that the week after the Tennessee game, they won that Florida game. And then also their other SEC road game at Auburn, um, another close game. So just on the road, how has LSU performed uh, this season in those those two games, Auburn and Florida? Uh, I guess a lot, kind of different dynamics. In, in Florida, it was the first time their offense really woke up and put a lot of points up. Uh, Auburn, they got down, I think, 13 or 17 up and came back. LSU doesn't panic. I, you can tell that. I mean, the thing about Kelly that's really good is that there's never a lot of panic in what they're doing. Uh, you won't see him if they get, get down a couple of touchdowns. It's like, oh, man, we got to start throwing a ball a bunch. Uh, they kind of stay within themselves. And then, uh, again, uh, once they get hot offensively, I mean, they'll score five or six times in a row. It's happened a couple of times this year. They just absolutely just explode once they get hot offensively. And a lot of times it's like uh, – it's like trying to start your car in Fayetteville in the winter. It's just like it's just, eh, eh, eh. and it, the offense is kind of like that. All of a sudden, when it catches, it just goes off. Uh, defensively, again, like I said, they make great halftime adjustments. And I mean, every they've played some, they played some their second half defensively this year. Just about every one of them have been great. And they really have, uh, and so they get. They seem to pick up momentum after halftime on both sides of the ball, but offensively, a lot of times it usually starts in the second quarter. But against Alabama, they, they, they did play a lot better uh, early in the game. So uh, we we know that LSU's coming off obviously the biggest win of the Brian Kelly era, and Arkansas is probably coming off the biggest letdown of the Sam Pittman era, be it albeit a little bit longer than than Kelly. But I mean. Every everything, especially now that you know KJ Jefferson's status is is up in the air for for Saturday, um, everything seems to point to an LSU victory this weekend. I'm wondering if if you see it that way, or if it just comes off as a trap game because of the last weekend's results on both sides. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a trap game, but I, I I kind of agree with Brian Kelly. I mean. Like, what's a trap game? Because four weeks ago, you sure as hell didn't think LSU would look at this as a trap game. You didn't think LSU would be surviving four weeks ago. And now, all of a sudden, it's a, it's a trap game. Uh, don't expect LSU to win, probably, yeah. But, I, again, I have – look, I, 
I've covered some of the LSU Arkansas games. I've seen so many goofy things happen. You know, you know, LSU's national championship year and, and you know, 2007, you know, Darren McFadden just runs up and down Tiger Stadium. I mean, my God, they're, they're running the Wildcat. You know what he's going to do, even though he probably passed for more touchdowns than he running back in college history. But on that day, he killed LSU, you know, and LSU thought they were out of the national championship until crazy things happened to get the, the Saturday of the SEC championship game. You know, you, you've seen nutty things happen. Like, again, you used to nut Matt Jones and Miracle Markham. I mean, Matt Jones, one of the most god-awful passes you've ever seen, all of a sudden turns it off to Peyton Manning on the last drive and, and takes him in for game-winning score. Uh, you know, Saban lost a game late at Arkansas. They tossed LSU, uh, I think, a chance in the, uh, into the SEC championship game. Uh, LSU knows Arkansas is capable of, of anything, of winning, even, even when it doesn't look like. I think – I think Kelly has done a really good job this week with his team saying, you know, yeah, you know, this Alabama game was great, but you know, it was wonderful, but it, it doesn't mean anything if you don't finish this out. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to Arkansas very focused. I know it'll, it'll be a, a bit cold by Baton Rouge standards. Uh, I know it's an 11 a.m. start. Uh, and, you know, for most LSU fans, I mean, they have to adjust their drinking time to like about three in the morning to start. But, uh, they understand what they're getting into. Uh, and people say, "What's the score be? Would it be a blowout?" I, I can't tell you. Like I said, goofy things happen in this game. I mean, what? I mean, knock on wood. What happens if Jaden Daniels gets hurt early in the game? You know, you gonna put Garrett Nussmeyer in there, and we saw what he did last year against Arkansas. Just a gunslinging wild child. Uh, and uh, I mean, he's gotten better, but he hadn't. He, he really hadn't played any this year because Daniels has been so dominant. And Daniels has surprised a bunch of people because in the spring, uh, he he wasn't the best quarterback on this roster, uh, and he's just gotten progressively better game to game. And again, once he came over his his fear of, of throwing the ball downfield uh, and trusted his receivers, he's been unbelievable. I mean, he's second in the nation among uh, in rushing among quarterbacks. Uh, Kind of for like like fourteen TDs the last three games, he's like on fire. But again, with this team, when it gets hot, it really gets hot. So you, you talked about the the hot starts on offense, or I'm sorry, the slow starts on offense, and then the offensive explosions. And you talk about crazy things happening. I, I personally, I think the craziest thing that would happen is if Arkansas's defense showed up and played a good game. Um, even though they played a good game against Liberty, but it was against a third string quarterback. Um, I, I, but let's look at the Arkansas offense versus the LSU defense because I don't know if it's a smokescreen from Sam Pittman or not with the whole KJ Jefferson Malik Hornsby thing. We know KJ didn't look like himself last weekend, but this Arkansas offense is still really good. You got the the leading rusher in the SEC and Rocket Sanders. You got some great pass catchers, and then an offensive line that it's one of the best in the country despite what they did last weekend. So. What can the LSU defense do to kind of mimic what Liberty did last weekend? I guess the LSU's defense is kind of kind of be itself. It's been pretty good all year. Again, the second half adjustments. The defensive line has been really good. They have two really two or three really good rush uh, uh, rush ends. Uh, they got a freshman linebacker who's hell on wheels, Harold Perkins, SEC Defensive Player of the Week. He's a guy that. If you put on a, to spy a quarterback, 
that quarterback's not going to get much. Uh, he did a really good job last week. I know it may not look like it in the stats, but he did a really good job on Bryce Young last week and, and, and you know, put a lot of pressure on him. I mean, through, through a lot of incompletions. I think Bryce Young was sub-50% passer last week. Harold Perkins, once once LSU figured out how to get him on the field, yeah, when, when Harold came to LSU, he was an inside linebacker. And they moved to outside linebacker, but they, they didn't want to put him in, 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 him in packages early in the year or, or maybe halfway through the year, really, that would would make him uncomfortable or then somebody he could, you know, execute. The guy that executes everything, so now they're, they're trying to keep him on the field as much as possible. Uh, and he's really been uh, a huge asset. L- LSU's played – starts four freshmen uh, – uh, Three on offense, and, and Harold and Harold Perkins has started on defense, and every one of them been been great. I mean, LSU starts bookend freshman offensive tackles, and both have been tremendous. Mason Taylor, the tight end, caught the two point conversion against Alabama in the touchdown pass. Uh, he's been great, but defensively, uh, LSU has some problems with pass defense, probably. Until like about three or four games ago, and a lot of a lot of the problem was that there. I mean, again, people were still trying to communicate and do a better. There was some communication problem between the sideline and the players on the field, and and within the players on the on the field. Uh, but everybody is on the same page now. They seem to be playing a lot better. Uh, uh, the guys that, that came to LSU from Arkansas have, have fit in perfectly. Uh, both of them have really contributed a lot. And, and uh, it, Kelly did a really good job with his, with his transfer portal. He, he got some really good guys. I mean, basically he got, you know, five defensive backs who are all really good, which where LSU had to really replenish last year. You know, uh, you know he got Jay Downs from Arizona State late as a quarterback. I mean, uh, most of the guys he got, have been plugged in, are really contributing. But as Kelly said, you know, we're going to get the transfer portal again this year, but it's not going to be as much. We want to build our team with a freshman class. And now that he's had a, a, a you know, a full recruiting cycle, uh, you can see with his commitments that he, he's doing that. But he said, he's not, he said, he'll assess at the end of the year and see what he has to do, go back and recruiting uh, to uh, the four-year, I mean, the, the transfer portal, the free agency of college football. So you mentioned how you didn't really know how many points LSU would win by, despite the fact that you think that they're going to win. It, I think the line has been hovering around two, three and a half. Like, I don't think it's gone above LSU being favored by four points. What does Vegas know that we don't know? Because, I, I I mean, like, the last time we saw Arkansas play a football game, I was not impressed whatsoever. I know they're still a good football team, but LSU is coming off of a huge win. They're playing hot, like you've been saying. So what do they know? Maybe Vegas still doesn't believe in LSU. Maybe they think the LSU like me. Uh, go prove yourself after a big win. Uh, I guess they didn't think Ole Miss was a big win, <laughs> and so they went out and they beat Alabama. Listen, I, I thought LSU would lose to Alabama. Honestly, I, mean, I thought they would. I thought they'd give them a really good game, but I thought they but they would lose. Uh, I mean, I, I think Vegas is still skeptical. Like, okay, are you really the number seventeen in the nation? Can you handle success? Then go out and prove it. Uh, uh, and they know it's uh, – they must look at the LSU-Arkansas history. They know how goofy it can be. Uh, 
and, and again, you never know. Again, the whole KJ Jefferson thing, you don't know, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? How much is he going to play? How much effective is he going to be? Uh, LSU act, is acting like he's going to play and, and be really well. So that they prepared for that. Uh, but again, I mean, I, I just think in this series, you really, it's hard to get a grasp of, of point spreads and what's going to happen. So I think maybe Vegas thought, okay, LSU is probably the better team. But they're playing at Arkansas. Let's get Arkansas that home field advantage edge, and you know we'll, we'll you know we'll give it like a, a three point, two three point edge, something like that. That's what we can you know uh, deal with at that point. So again, you know, I mean, uh, I'll say, I mean, LSU wasn't favorite against Alabama. I don't think they were favorite against. They've been ever since they lost to Tennessee. They've been favored very much, uh, uh, but they just kind of gone out and played again. Brian Kelly. Just, you know, is more worried about getting his team better from week to week in the, in the process. And his team had bought into that. They, they never uh, – and they like the fact that he uh, – he's pretty calm during games. Now, he, he's gets, he gets into the officials some, uh, and he'll get into some of his players some, but it's not like, you know, uh, a Nick Saban total meltdown, sideline meltdown. Uh, uh, some L- it took L- some LSU fans to get used to him. They're, they're – they, you know, they like their coaches to be, you know, you know, demonstrative, you know, I mean, Saban, uh, Orgeron, uh, you know, I don't know what Les was. He was spacey. Uh, but, but Kelly is, is very calm over there. And, and, and again, like a CO and, uh, and I think it kind of reflects on the way LSU plays that they, they never really get rattled ever uh yeah i guess tennessee they got down early and that was it and they were digging out the hole the whole game but they've been, they've gotten behind the game and, and never got rattled and stuck with their plan and and uh that that's a reflection on, on on kelly and his coordinators all right ron i think we're good here i'm looking forward to a goofy game on saturday i hope that it's it's an interesting game a close game that would make it more fun and uh, be better for business that's for sure well absolutely you know i mean I know it's I know basketball season's like here and everybody's all hyped up on the hogs already and uh you know uh, you know maybe Musk will run that run around the field Saturday with his shirt off to get the crowd into it. You never Musk might do that. <laughs> yeah, he would. I mean he he's always there in the student section and they'll they'll put the basketball team up there on the on the big board. So we'll see if he's got anything to get the crowd rolled though. That would be funny. I've known Musk a long time. I mean, he was with the Grizzlies as an assistant. Uh, then came to LSU as an assistant. Uh, I knew, you know, and of course he, he's been a pro head coach. I, I knew he'd be a, a great head coach. And I knew all he, all he had to do was get to a school like Arkansas, uh, which has always had really good basketball, uh, you know, start with Sutton and Nolan and then been kind of up and down since. But I knew if they got Muss, uh, he could recruit like the fuse. So I, I expect Arkansas to be huge in basketball this year. And I, I know fans are going, let's just get to basketball. Well, you know. Maybe, maybe you can finish strong here. Maybe you can. I, I was about to say, I feel like all the fans have shifted to basketball, but a win over LSU would definitely shift it back to football. All right. Um, you had a good start. It just things happen, you know. It's, it's a, you grow in a program like this. You figure out what went wrong this year, and you come back next year. All right. Ron Higgins from TigerDetails.com. Thank you very much, man. We really appreciate it. Sure, guys. Take care. <laughs>